This is a HeadGum Podcast. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. shake my tits tonight y'all oh i wish <laughs> collect all the dollars yeah. this is my last my last shit sound good uh, huh i'm gonna be at the long beach mary's in long beach yeah 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 <laughs> yeah okay let's have some fun huh this beat is sick. <laughs> <laughs> Disco stick? Wow. That, Girl, I took it back. Wow. I was like a fetus back then, I feel like. I wasn't, but I feel like it. Like, I knew nothing. <laughs> nothing. I mean, I still know nothing. But, like, back then, I truly knew nothing. I don't even know who I was. I know. Lady Gaga didn't either, because she was very different back She's then. She's not the same person. Mm-mm. No, ma'am. We're, we're all different people, and that's good for us. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a podcast about Lady Gaga, even though that would be a Good podcast. This is another episode of Just a Tip, an advice podcast. It's equally about its tangents as it is about its tips. I'm your host, Megan Mattoon, and today to help me help you, we got Vicky Vox in the studio. Yes! Hi! Oh my, your energy is perfect. Good morning. I wish I could bottle it up and drink it every morning when I don't feel good. <laughs> Girl, me too. I don't know where I find it. I usually find it around the crack of noon. You said that you... Or you have to pee, but you're not going to go to the bathroom because it gives you better energy? Yeah, because... (laughs) (laughs) Which I love. Because I don't get nervous. I have to, like, find ways to make myself, like... You don't ever get nervous? No, ma'am. Have you ever got nervous? At one point. Oh, yeah. When things are, like, a really big deal, I try to act like they're not. And then all of a sudden, it's like, (gasps) oh, my God. But then it's gone in 30 seconds because you got to do your job, so... That's true. I mean, I'm cripplingly nervous all the time, and I still just do the job, but it doesn't go away. I think that's actually what's happening, and I just tell myself I have to pee. Oh, you see what I'm saying? I see. <laughs> A little psychological right. trick on I yourself. I psych myself out. <laughs> you all listening may know Vicky from the drag parody band DWV or the brand new podcast Doing Great with Vicky Vox. Yes! But after a quick internet stalk, I found out that you once had a dream about being chased by a giant squid on land. Oh, my God. (laughs) Is this true? (laughs) Yes, girl. It was giant and red, and I I think I was on a boat. I'm not sure if I was on a boat, but I know the squid was wet. Oh. And it was, like, moving under doors, and we were trying to get away from it. I have really wild dreams sometimes. What do you think, if you had to interpret that, what do you think that might mean? 
What do you think your subconscious Girl, was telling you about? I don't know. I, what the hell do squids mean? I don't know. They got a lot of like squiggly thing, little tentacles. I've never seen a squid, I apparently. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it was definitely something. like the giant squid, like pointy tip at the top. Oh, like, right. That's a squid. Big old tentacles. It wasn't like octopus, like round and cute. Yeah. No, no, no. This mamma jamma was coming. <laughs> For us, and I was afraid that it was gonna like wrap us in its tentacles <gasps> and like use this little beak to, you know what I'm? Because they have beaks. They up have in beaks the, in their mouth. It's like <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen a picture of a squid. Wait, Am I making this up? I could be making this up. I'm, I'm not even terrified of squids. Wow, I wonder if that was a stress dream. I, you know, it could be. It's possible, but I'm also terrified that what if it was like, <laughs> okay, bear with me. I'm ready. What if it was like parallel universe squid? Like that I'm sh- here. Yeah, that was actually happening. Oh. And I like popped in and was like, uh-oh, nope, not the one I want to live. Get me out of here. <laughs> like, that would be awesome. Up. Yeah. If every dream we had was a different parallel universe and you could choose which one to stay in every time you went to Girl, sleep. that would be amazing. <sighs> but this was not fun to stay in, though. <laughs> Like, I am out of here immediately. But I've had similar dreams, like, and usually I know where I am, like, the kind of building. There was one that was in, like, a, I don't know what you would call it, like, a community center. Mm-hmm. You know, with, like, random rooms and, like, a big basketball court in the middle of the thing. But I was, like, trying to run away from somebody. I have no idea who we were running away from, but, like, once I knew that everybody was safe, I woke up. Oh, that's so nice that you waited until everything was okay before going on with your business. Is everybody cool? Okay, I'm going to wake up now. This has been enough for me. It's happened at a water park. This last one, I think, was on a boat. But I also feel like I was on land because I was so confused as to how the squid could move so fast when it's not in the water. Right. It was so fast. It's moments like those when you could realize that you're dreaming and then it could go into lucid dreaming. Have you ever lucid dreamt before? Not on purpose, but I really feel like it's a thing. Oh, my God. Because I believe in all of that. Me, too. Look, if it's true for somebody, it could be true for you. A million percent. I love lucid dreaming. Oh, my God. Wait, you do the lucid dreaming. Mm Mm-hmm. Talk. I used to, I went to, <laughs> I bought a book once. It was like a field guide to lucid dreaming and it had tactics and practical, I guess, like steps in yes. order to get you to lucid dream. Yes. And there's some that are like, you got to tell yourself there's a mantra that you say it's a uh, mind awake, body asleep, which sounds like voodoo. But also makes sense. Totally. I need the mind awake and the body asleep. Exactly. And that's all you're trying to do. You're trying to relax your body enough to be in a dreamlike state, but then your mind's still activated so that mm-hmm. you can decide what you want to do. It's just you have more control. I mean, that now that I'm saying it out loud, it's like, oh, I'm so type A and an Aries that I even want to control oh, you're me an Aries. in my sleep. Now I get it. I'm like, more control, more <laughs> control. Give it to me. <laughs> yeah, I am an Aries. What are you? I'm a Cancer. What does that mean? Well, it depends on how you look at it. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I love that you cough like Chance the Rapper. <laughs> this is like um, a- Cancers, you know, they have a tough outer shell, okay. but they're just a mushy mess of emotions. Aww. Mm-hmm. I and feel like that's the same as Aries. Right, but Aries power through it, Cancers sit in it. <laughs> <laughs> I see. It's like a, in, like Aries shower in it and Cancers bathe in it. Right, mm. because the guy, quick, let's go, and then move on. There's something else that'd be fun and yeah. happy when Cancers are like, why can't we just sit here and like feel it for a while? Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I, think I, I think I have a Cancer moon. No, Cancer... What do I have? Hold on. I did Megan's chart yesterday because <gasps> we had a guest stand us up. So we had like all the time <laughs> when we were sitting here and I was like. Remind me because I can, I can do like your full readout. I okay. have a program on my laptop. She's a Libra moon and a Cancer rising. I'm a Libra moon and a Cancer rising. 
I'm trying to remember how it goes. So she comes off as cancer. Yeah. Cancer is who you show the world. Ooh, and I got a lot of emotions. Yeah. I definitely put that out. But can't people will see it as like you're nurturing and yeah, like sensitive. People will tell you the wildest stories and you never ask them anything. Yeah, I love that. That is my shit. Okay, but it's not about me. It's about you. So here we go with a game to get to know you a little bit more. Uh Uh-oh, I like games, but only if I can win. You can win this. Done. (laughs) You win by just playing. Okay, then it's gone. Come on. (laughs) This is called Burst the First. It's one round of rapid-fire questions, everything from your first job to the first time you cried in public, etc. Oh, snap. Whenever I yell stop, you have to explain, elaborate, or tell the full story. Okay, hold on. Let me pray on this real quick. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Here we go. What was your first job? Oh, that'd be mowing the lawn and things. (laughs) And things? First cell phone. Oh, my gosh. It was a little gold flip phone, like Samsung. Oh, gold, though. But only the bottom flipped down. You remember those? Like like a jaw. (laughs) Like a human (laughs) jaw. Yes. First pet peeve to come to mind? Oh, I can't see when people lie. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. First kiss location? In the woods. <laughs> yep, stopping immediately. <laughs> Were you on purpose? Were you in the woods on purpose? Yeah. Oh, I mean, it was like, camping? it was in middle school. No, so like the neighborhood I lived in had like a little section of woods between houses and things, and it was behind my one friend's house, and me, my friend, and our two friends... My first kiss was with a girl. Actually, my real first kiss was in kindergarten on the school bus, and her name was Danielle. Why was that the real versus the because woods? Because I just remembered. The other one was like, I was trying to kiss. The other, the first, first one was, I don't even remember it happening. Oh. I just remember it being a thing. Kindergarten. <laughs> yes. Wow. Her nice. name was Danielle. That was wild. <laughs> first major purchase. Oh, like what? Like a car? Like whatever you think is major to you. It could be like a bike at 13, but whatever you think is major to you. It was a Louis bag. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, that's not really a bike. It's more so a car. First choice in a karaoke book. Oh, Sex on Fire. Oh, so good. First internet screen name. Oh my God, can I really tell you? It was Your Greatness Me. Like, you are GR, the number eight. N E S S M E. Oh. On AOL Girl. It was, like, was that like an affirmation to you? Or I, you were. I don't know. I thought it was brilliant at the time. <laughs> and it was. First thing you think when someone doesn't answer the phone? Oh, that. I don't care. <laughs> I wish to get there one day. First celebrity crush. Oh my God, I told everyone it was Jessica Simpson, but it was really Nick Lachey. <laughs> I love it, it's just the other one. First concert. Oh my God, I think it was something like Airplane or something. My parents took me. <laughs> Amazing. First scar. Oh, I remember this. I was a dirt bike accident. I rode a dirt bike. Dirt bike? And ripped up my elbows and things, yeah. Oh my God. First thing you do when you like someone. Doubt it. <laughs> yeah. The music break there was perfect. <laughs> First show you binge watched. Oh, girl. I, I've been watching so many shows, I couldn't tell you. First excuse you make when trying to cancel plans. Oh, I, there's no excuse. I'm not coming. <laughs> I'm not coming. I'm not going. <laughs> and lastly, the first time you cried in public, if you can remember. Oh, my God. I cry all the time in public. The first time would probably be sometime in, like, elementary school for being made fun of. <laughs> oh, my God. 
But I cry all the time. I'm not afraid to cry in public. Crying? Somebody sent me the other day a tweet. I mean, I'm always consistently talking about crying and how much I love it. I'm like the biggest cry advocate. And somebody tweeted me yesterday uh, an article that was like scientists studied that crying can help you get in shape or something like that. And the best time to cry is from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Hold on. There's a time to cry. (laughs) I don't know why. I feel like that's a song. A time to cry. (laughs) (laughs) It's my mantra. There's a certain time to cry. You know what? I guess it makes sense. I why? Tell me what you're thinking. Because if you cry is. at the end of the day, you can let it go. That's true. You cry at the beginning of the day, your whole day is ruined. Ooh. But it feels really good. Sometimes you ever like get that really down. good cry and it feels like after sex? Mm-hmm. Like the whew. That Damn. that is better than sex to me. I mean, maybe I haven't had great <laughs> sex. <laughs> now that I Girl, say that. Girl, we gonna have to talk about some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but I would I would choose crying over that. That's why I'm single. Not about me, about you. <laughs> You're doing great. <laughs> Every time it gets weird, I go this. Focus out, focus out. Okay, should we help someone or should we? I mean, I like to help people. Okay. Should we make them cry? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I can do that too. I like it. You have the cutest little feet. Look at them little feet. Really? Just adorable little toe. Look at them. That's so nice. My friend used to call them boats because they were so big, but they're seven and a halves. Those are not big feet. I used to sell shoes. Those are not big feet. You used to sell shoes? Yes. Where? At Journeys. Oh, cool. (laughs) I used to go to Journeys. Girl, Journeys was it. Journeys Journeys is shit. (laughs) Okay, back on track. We are going to help a 17-year-old person in high school. Okay. Okay, here is their question. Hey, Megan. I'm 17 years old, and I am in high school. Um, Recently, a lot of my friends have started expressing that I make them insecure. (laughs) Um, I have lost a a lot of weight in the past year or so. Um, I used to be severely overweight. I was 35% body fat and had the cholesterol equivalent of a 50-year-old man. Um, but recently I started falling in love with health and fitness and activewear and everything like that. And so anytime I get new activewear, I always want to send them pictures and like show them it because, you know, they're my friends. But, uh, recently a lot of the girls I'm friends with have been telling me that I make them insecure and I make them uncomfortable to the point where they say that, they don't want to eat when I'm around. Oh, my God. And that's the last thing I want because that's not the way that that really should work. But I just, I don't know. I don't really know how to respond to any of that. So if you could please help me out and tell me what you think I should do about this situation, that would be great. I just, the last thing I want is to make the people I care about the most feel uncomfortable. So... I just, I think they're all beautiful, and I think that they're all amazing in their own ways, and I just don't want them comparing themselves to me and thinking that they're lesser than because I'm around. So should I just try to, like, hide what I look like around them and just not talk to them about any of this stuff, or should I just have a conversation with a couple of them and just see what's going on or whatever? I don't know. All right. Thanks. Bye. Oh, my wow. God. Wow. The whole time, Vicky's just <laughs> nodding her head no. What are you thinking? I'm thinking so many things. Yeah. 
First of all, get you some new friends. Yeah, I, I don't think that this is a good situation. No. For people to support you because that's like conditional support yes. for them to feel threatened when you're not the top dog. Support is how can I help, not you make me feel. No. Mm. No, 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 no. If any, you don't make anybody feel any kind of way. They allow themselves to feel a certain way because of their perspective of you. Right. And of, of themselves. Like they, right. they're just, it's coming out at you, but it's really based off of their insecurities of having, of, of themselves. You're not making them feel insecure. They already are. And you're 1, just, I guess, inviting it. It's really hard when, as a big bitch myself, to have other people in your presence who are not secure, mm. then all of a sudden you make them insecure because you refuse to bow down to their insecurities. Right. And that really throws people for a loop, especially in high school. Are you kidding me? High school is like the boiler room, the like the melting pot, crock pot, pressure cooker. That's the word. Yeah. Of like, <laughs> every cookware. I couldn't find it. It really is. It's like the pressure cooker of, oh, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. All your everything, all your emotions, everything sit right at the surface, ready to pop, boil over any minute. And girl, you're doing the work. You're taking care of yourself. You're finding your own way. They are not your responsibility and you are not theirs. They can join you along your journey, but you don't have to beg them to come along. Mm-hmm. Handle it, girl, because if you're happy, you're doing it right. Right. I think that I don't love, I, I hate saying I don't love these friends for you, but I definitely don't think that they are having your best interest in mind. And I'm thinking it's going to be hard to find, to like talk to them, but like if, yeah. if they're worth it, definitely having a conversation. 100%. But if, if you think that they really aren't there, if there's other things that are behind this, maybe finding somebody else, another group of friends that do really like fitness and active wear to you can hype each other up in something that you're passionate about. 100%. And then they're not going to be mean about it because it's you guys are on the journey together. No, tag me in a photo. You post it on Instagram. <laughs> you tag me in this photo that you think you look good. I will come through and say, yes, ma'am. <laughs> go on with yourself. I'm not going to tell you you might want to sit down. You're making me uncomfortable. Yeah. No, girl, go back to the gym. If you feel great, you're doing great. Come on. Come on. <laughs> you need a bunch of friends like that. That's the type of friends you need. But also we need to address the eating things. Let's do it. If, like, if your friend is saying, you make me want to not eat, there's something there that, as a friend, if you care about this person, you might want to address and address it right the hell now. Yeah. Because if we that is a very slippery slope to a way of, like, even more pain, and it doesn't actually help. Yeah, I wonder why that friend said that. Because may, is it to make the our caller feel worse about her progress, or is it— I wouldn't say that was intentional. That, From what I've noticed in life, that usually stems from, um, I want to join you on this train. I'm kind of jealous of your success. Yeah. I'm envious of your success, and I don't know how else to, one, ask for help, and two, a way out. Right. So the, this is what I know how to do. So I'm going to say that and yeah. then kind of one, hope that you lead me a different way or two, well, I guess that's where we stand. You right. know what I mean? Like, If someone said that to you, what would you? how would you deal with that? 
Like, how would you, <clears throat> would you lead them or would you go, let's, let's uncover that, what's going on? Yeah, here? like, what do we need to talk about? Because I'm not going to have you doing that. We're not going to starve ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not going to do all this. We're not hurting ourselves to be better. That's not how this is going to work. You can feed yourself great things and be better. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I just think <clears throat> there's so much competition in this dynamic going on. Well, I mean, it's a high, like high school. Like, right. everything is a competition. You have to have the grades. You have to have the, the what's it called? The applications for your colleges, mm. everything has to be, you have to be the best to get through the next gate that's being kept. You know what I mean? So, of course, you, there's that inherent competition and everything, but that's not how life is. I mean, I guess some people do live like, like life like that after high school, just always yeah. competition-minded. But that's breeding comparison, and that, in my experience, has been the worst part about Social media, yes, everything I agree. is just like the more you compare yourself, the more you're making yourself feel bad. Completely, it's it's a downward spiral because mm-hmm. you never feel enough. Never, ever. In high school, what what got you through tough times like this? Like, did you have a, a good group of friends, or did you have a good mindset? Or oh, I had a terrible were... mindset in high school. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Excuse me, <laughs> terrible. I, the thing that got me through was counseling. Mm. Counseling. I was put on suicide watch in high school. I was on the, um, what's it called? The mental ward, something. Right. In a hospital for like a three-day watch. Girl, it was rough. And then what What in counseling helped you the most? It was, um, there was actually three of us that would do like a group counseling moment. With, okay. In, in our school. Our school provided it. Oh, that's amazing. It was really cool. And we'd had very separate issues but there were three of us that lived very different lives and we came together like once a week to support each other yeah and however we needed just to like hear each other out how was this week and then carry it forward and move on like yeah help each other just having accountability i think would help so much in in a situation like this too someone that's why i'm saying like her friends to not be that support group for her how can she move on like you did if she doesn't have people to talk to in a way that are are actually there for her yeah, but we can't expect 17-year-olds I know, <laughs> right? to, like, step outside of themselves for a second because it's so hard just to wake up, get, go to all your classes, do all your activities, and then also take care of your heart space. I know. That's, that's a lot. I keep forgetting about the age thing. I guess 17 is so—I mean, that's tumultuous. Yeah, there's a lot going on there. The world is changing, and you're just trying to get through it. Right. I'm wondering maybe—I mean, jur- do you ever journal? Me? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I journal all the time. It's the greatest. I agree. I wonder if maybe journaling could help a little bit, even just, I don't know, your feelings on what they said and how it makes you feel. And then I guess by, by the end of a journaling session, I usually feel better because I kind of have put, showed my work like a math problem of like, right. let's fix this. Where where do I? And then you can even reflect it on yourself and go, oh, I, I'm thinking crazy here. It's not this right. other person. I'm the one that's putting this on myself or here's my ego showing up again. 100%. I think journaling 17. <laughs> 17. Probably it's doesn't know the difference of ego. ego. Yeah. <clears throat> Bless your heart, girl. Because you're going to go through it, but you're doing great. So journaling is a really great way to vent mm-hmm. without involving another party so that, that it doesn't come back to you. <laughs> right. Because yeah. when you vent to a friend, it might come back around and there might be some drama between another friend that she was venting about. Oh, yeah. So let's put it all in a journal. 
I'm consistently scared if I'm ever texting a friend of mine. I'm like, oh my God, if something happens, if my phone gets hacked or if like they get mad or like oh. drunk or something and like screenshots come out. Like, oh my God. Oh, I'm severely effed. If I if my phone, if somebody gets a hold of my phone, girl, <laughs> not only the things that the mess I talk about people, but the <laughs> pictures I have on my phone, terrible. <laughs> That's I just I hardly I needed to get better at that. Have you ever been in a relationship where someone checked your phone without you? Oh, hell no. Good. Okay, good. <laughs> no, you're going to back up. Totally. Some people do that, and it's fine in their relationships. Can you imagine? This yeah, is no. the biggest breach of privacy ever. Even if you have nothing to hide, I just feel like that's not good. No, why do you need to look at my phone? Why do you need it? Have I given you a reason to be insecure? Because right. if, I, again, this goes back to the same thing we're talking about. If I did something and you feel a way about it, that's how you feel. Mm-hmm. That has nothing to do with what I did. Right. But also if I'm up to no good. <laughs> <laughs> and I constantly am. <laughs> you might want to know. Just don't touch my phone. <laughs> I hate, if someone touches my phone, I'm not okay. If someone touches my food, I'm also not okay. I'm vi- I don't know if that's a... I mean, I'm definitely, I think that's a thing from my childhood, but like, I have a scarcity mindset. Do you have siblings? Is that? I do. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, I guess you're right. I'm like, this is mine, but I love sharing on my own volition. And your own terms. Yes. That's yeah. siblings. Mm-hmm. 100% siblings because my siblings, everything is ours. Right. But let me say it first. <laughs> <laughs> let me be nice. Let me act like I want to share. Right. Don't just take it. Although I am the friend that comes in and be like, let's say there's a cup on the counter. Did you need this? Thank you. And like just took it. I love it. The asking was as I take it. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's just time efficient. What were you going to do if they said no? It was, I was just borrowing it. <laughs> I was just barred. I'm think, awful like that. I think we've helped. Do you think we've helped? I think so, but I feel also that this young lady person has a road ahead of her. In what way? She needs to figure out what she wants. First and foremost, figure out what do you want. Do you want the friends? Mm-hmm. Do you want to stay friends with these people? If so, you can find a workaround. If you want to just work on your own happiness— then you just turn your phone off, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I used to call them hi-bye friends in high school when you would just see them in the hallway. Hey, girl. Yeah. Hi-bye. On the way to class. Okay, see you later. Even, like, you don't even go to that school anymore. You're right. just like, I'm on the way to class. I cannot talk. <laughs> You can just make everybody a hi-bye friend and then not worry about it. Yeah, that's true. The part that I... That makes me so sad. I mean, a lot of it makes me just feel so much. But the part where she's asking if she should try and hide what she looks like around them or not talk to them about that stuff. Yeah, that's that's an immediate red mm -hmm. flag for me. No, no, no. Are you kidding me? You should be able to be your absolute best and absolute worst self in front of everyone that you love in your life. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't, uh, you should never, especially if you work so hard in order to lose weight or to get happy in, in your own terms, why yeah. would you hide your happiness with all of that hard work? I talk about therapy all the time and I don't care because it's like, I put so much into that and right. I'm so in such a better place I mean, you look it. like you work out, work out too. And what I'm well, saying is, if you work out the body, why not work out the mind? That is just start with the mind for like, sure. It's all one and the same thing. It really same is. Same machine, got to keep it all working. It's crazy how people think it's separate because I think I did it up until maybe like last year when it's like mind, body, soul. It's like, no, but actually but yeah, it's a it real is thing. mind, body, Body, soul, it's one machine, you're right. Yeah, but I think we were raised 
to see it separately. Yeah. Like separation of church and state. This is where your emotions are. We do, we cry at home. And then, you know, my family's Italian, Moroccan, and German. We were very ethnic. <laughs> so when there was a problem, nobody talked about it. Right. It was, it's handled. Mm-hmm. But like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> but what happened? But what happened though? Right. So I had to learn, okay, look, we really need to talk about things. Not just run your mouth, but talk about what is the problem. Absolutely. I I think I think it's better now because I guess with the influx of people working on themselves and the, mm. the I guess the conversation being grander about self inner work mm-hmm. is so good because I didn't have that when I was growing up. No. And showing weak crying was a sign of weakness. And even some people now that aren't well well versed in crying <laughs> that don't welcome it, they think like all tears are sad. But I'm like, have you not seen Hamilton? Like happy right. tears are a thing. It's a real thing. I love My crying tears. has changed over the years. Tell me more. I noticed last, was it last summer? I don't remember, but I was under very intense pressure. And my crying would happen in the shower, but not like I need to get in the shower so I can cry. I would just be minding my business. And then all of a sudden it would just like rush to my face. And it would be like really brief though. It would be like. <laughs> it's like a sneeze. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Which, you know, can happen yeah. if like. What I've processed in my head is if, like, the energy is trapped somewhere in your body and, like, you're doing the work to release it, and then all of a sudden, like, that little knot of pain and hurt or whatever it is bubbles to the surface, and instead of, like, focusing on it, I just kind of was like, okay, I'm crying now. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> and we're moving on. <laughs> yeah. That's, I, I love that so much. I wish I could cry every single day just because I feel like it does release so, I mean. It really it, does. There's chemicals in it. You need to get it out of you. Crying is great. I think on that note, we can take a break. <laughs> Everyone squeeze in a quick cry while we take a break, and Vicky gives us an extra piece of advice you can find at Just a Tip Podcast on Instagram, and we'll be right back. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Yeah, girl, let's talk about some nothing, Simone. (laughs) 
I want that to be the soundbite to all my podcasts. <laughs> I think it wraps it up pretty well. <laughs> it's like a bunch of nothing and then really deep stuff at the same time. Sounds like my life. My same. <laughs> it's the way, the only way I want to live. Okay, we're back, if you couldn't tell. But before we get into the next segment, I want to know what you're obsessed with right now. If you have something in your life that you think everyone else should know because you're like, this has changed me. (laughs) (laughs) There's so much. Um, I don't even know where to begin on that one. Because right now I'm like currently obsessed with researching and like lectures and like (gasps) really... Boring stuff that I used to find really boring, but now in my life, I'm like, this is exciting because it's all about ancient, ancient histories. Yes, like, okay, like uh, Atlantis and how it's not actually a myth at all. It is legitimately somewhere that existed on this earth and ruled kingdoms and passed knowledge down from, like, um, civilizations from, what's it called, in, like, the Mayan culture. Mm -hmm. And then you have... The Aztecs, who were actually in North America as well. And then it's a lot of the same imagery and symbolism all transfers over and is equatable to Egyptian right. mythology and all of this. And, like, that all comes from this. That And, girl, I'm really into it. I I'm love it. so into it. And, like, it all connects with aliens. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Tell me more. I love alien talk. Well, first of all, it started when I was, like, so interested in the pyramids. Okay. Because where are, why are all these pyramids? Yeah, why? All why, over the earth. Why are they? They're covered by grass and trees in China. But there's pyramids in China, we have them in South America. There are pyramids in the United States. What if every mountain was just a pyramid and drag? That's what I thought about as a kid. I swear <laughs> to God. When I was a kid, well, first of all, I thought they were like sleeping gods when I was a kid. Mountains? Yeah, because Cute. my dad told me that speed bumps were sleeping policemen. <laughs> <laughs> Did your dad run over a policeman? <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. That's so cute. But as a kid, I thought that's what speed bumps were. So I thought that's what mountains were. We're just like, oh, no, that's sleeping God. Oh, my God. That's so cute. (laughs) Okay, so how does it go in with aliens? Well, (laughs) this is so wild. But it's, um, look, if somebody believes it, it's a real thing. Okay. So you have, like, I don't remember. Is it Greek or Roman? There's Hermes. Mm -hmm. Right? And then so you have the Hermetic traditions, which is all about basically— magic sciences and it's the science before we had like the science we have today mm. so it, it taught how to turn well they say how to turn lead into gold okay. which is not a real thing but that's also the metaphor for turning like the gross human body into the light of the spirit and that was passed down like hermes was toth t-h-o-t-h in egypt oh it's like a mixed up thought Yes, that's what I said. Are we the same person? Girl, we might be, girl. (laughs) We might be, though. So Toth has, like, these emerald tablets, of which are also in the Hermetic tradition. It's like the fountain of youth, the fountain of life is, like, the emerald something, rather. Girl, I can't all my facts together. I'm not that person. I drink too much for that. But I will tell you that Toth is the one that has, like, all of these, the information. He is the giver of wisdom in that certain uh, cosmology and theology and all of that. Well, on the, because I've read it, like I've read the tablets, girl, and it says. I read the tablets, girl. I read the tablets. my favorite sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Underneath 
the um, where the Sphinx is, it says in the green the emerald tablets. You can find it on the YouTube's on the internet. It says that there is a spacecraft, and we are children of the space of the stars. We are Stardust Children. Cute. Yes. My new screen name, <laughs> Stardust Children. We are Stardust Children, and there is a spacecraft underneath where the, the Great Pyramid is. Has anyone Egypt. tried to go find it? The thing is, it will. we will see it when it is time. It's like the whole like revelation, like Book of Revelation situation. Whoa, it's like Judgment Day. Girl, God yes, comes girl. back. Wow. Yeah, <gasps> but also that, see, I'm telling you, I'm obsessed with all of this stuff. I love that. It's insane. Oh, I can't wait to have a new hobby and just put all of my life it into also figuring that a out. a rabbit hole. But along with all of that comes with, like, the taking care of yourself, mm-hmm. the, like, inner emotional journey that you need to figure out. And you need to do your shadow work, figure out why problems are happening in your life because you're not right with something. Yeah. And it's the, the taking responsibility for yourself, which is in most religions to, like, let's say you're Catholic. You got to talk to God. And you have to go say, I did this wrong. But there's not the other part of it that says, but why are you doing this wrong? Right. It goes, hey, say, say five Hail Marys on your knees. Right. But that's not going to fix anything. That's just going to, you know, absolve you from the BS that you already did. <laughs> <laughs> right. Not going to stop you from doing it in the future. But when I've come to, like, find out this other stuff about these ancient, like, things, is that, we have to purify ourselves. And and that sounds really heady and, like, self-righteous. But I mean— Does it? I, I, mean, I mean, I'm super on board. <laughs> and I don't mean purify as in, like, back to virgin status or, like, make perfect. I mean— I'm almost there. <laughs> get rid of the stuff that, like, we don't realize we are placing in front of us as obstacles. Yeah. If that makes sense. We're doing it to ourselves. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're in our minds so much. You mentioned shadow work. For the people that— don't know that terminology. Can you explain a little bit more? Yeah, it's basically um, realizing that your world is a reflection of you. Mm-hmm. So if something seems dark, it is because there is a part of you that is also dark and hurting. And that's the easiest way to explain it. And to like recognize that and honor it, that it's not there to hurt you. It's there to guide you away from what hurt you onto the path to what will not hurt you. But it always seems like, oh, this is so painful. And then we sit there and then bring about more of it instead of, like, thanking it and going, oh, so all this trauma broke me down so that I could receive greatness. Mm-hmm. Because we don't know that we have these walls that we built, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Until they're broken and we go, oh. Right. But then we right at that like moment where you're like, I always want to give up. And then you turn around and go, oh, I could also do that. <laughs> right. Oh, oh, there's another option of not doing that. That you would not have seen if you didn't feel broken. I know. Sometimes I, for a couple of years, I mean, I'm probably still dealing with this too, but like we ha- we no matter how amazing your parents are, you develop childhood traumas. That's 100%. just a fact. And I think with mine, I had been playing the victim card so much that okay. it was just normal. So, like, with all my traumas, it broke me. But instead of of choosing that other option, I would just be like, this is the reason why I'm like this. And 
that's not doing all of the work. It's just naming the problem mm. instead of going, here's the problem. Now let's work on it to find the solution. It was just like, right. ah, I'm this way because I was hurt as a kid in X, Y, and Z. And it's like, well, what are you going to do about it now? Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> like you've done the first part. Right. Go. You asked me a question. What's one of your pet peeves? This is one of my pet peeves when somebody goes, well, this is how I grew up. <gasps> okay. <laughs> Great. So you grew up, but you gonna stop growing? Right. <laughs> growing up does not mean you're, not you're done. done growing. You gotta keep growing, girl. Yes. <laughs> you can always grow up from wherever you are. And just like a tree, sometimes you gotta shake your leaves. Mm, I love Let it. Let it go. Let it go. Drop it. It's not serving you anymore. Right. Next season. Make some new leaves. Absolutely. Make some new leaves. That's, oh my God. I wish I had this conversation when I was 20. You wouldn't have heard it. You're right. That sucks <laughs> and I so don't even much. Mean, I don't even mean that as a judgment. No, I just, totally. That is a fact. You wouldn't have hurt. Like, it wouldn't have sank You're into right. your body the same way. The older I get, the more cliches mean more to me. One thousand percent. And like, that's wow, what I was talking about with those tablets, girl. You <laughs> you read those tablets, and it's like, what the hell is this? And then the the longer you sit with it, and then you hear it or read it again, you go, oh, so when God was saying that there's like, even in the Bible, I look at stories and see them completely different now, mm. completely different now. Like when Jesus gave everybody fish and bread, he gave of himself. God gave of himself unconditionally for whoever was in front of him. It wasn't just like, let me feed y'all because you're hungry. Yeah. No, 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 no. Let me feed y'all because I love you and I do not wish to see you struggle. Right. Do you know, like, there's so much more behind everything that's happening. Yeah. The same way that, like, you and I are having a great conversation today. But sometimes we don't always have great conversations with people. And you have no idea what that other person's story is and everything that came into their life before you showed up and <laughs> all of a sudden they have a shit day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think about that all the time of, like, every even people are walking on the street or in traffic next to me. I'm mm -hmm. like, this person had 28 years of whatever they're going through, and they have their own set of childhood traumas, they have their own set of beliefs, they have their own stresses and worries, and they have one person that they would, like, die to be able to see again. And I just look at them in, in the corner of my eye, and it's like— our, our paths are crossing for two seconds, right. and we have our complete separate storylines, and they merge for a millisecond, and then we're going our, our own ways again. And we'll, like, it's never so know the whole story. Never. It's crazy. It's, I love it, though. I love it, too. I'm like, oh, my God, everyone—I think about life in, like, a movie sometimes. I'm like, you're oh, yes. your protagonist in your movie, and then I'm mine, and all these other people are extras in our movies, and our, yeah. our storylines match for two seconds, and then— Two seconds. It's like, when think back to Friends, when everybody came to their parties, we never saw any of the people that came to the parties of the Friends of Friends. Right. We only ever saw the Friends. All those other people have lives. Right. <laughs> and they have their own parties. And they don't work at Central Park. Yeah. <laughs> right. They have their own parties, their own everything. It's really wild. Everyone could have a spinoff. <laughs> you, know, you never know. Girl, I'm cross my fingers on that one. Let me, <laughs> let me catch a spinoff real quick. Just a quick father-son Holy Spirit. Yes. Uh, okay, we have some more time for me to ask more questions to you personally. I have questions written down, but now I just want to ask different ones because I think it's so fast. First of all, I really love your energy. I must Thank just you. say that. <laughs> uh, it doesn't. It's not often that you find, especially in LA, find people that feel good and open. And Ooh, true. Yeah. So I just want to say that because. 
It's special. Well, I received that. Thank you. <gasps> Ooh, I love saying I received Girl, that. Girl, I'm really trying to work on taking compliments. It's so hard. You're killing it. You're doing great. <laughs> yeah. The tagline. There it is. Okay, I want to ask a question <clears throat> because I don't know much about the drag world. Mm-hmm. So I just, all I know about it is that I couldn't do it because I'm too sensitive. Because like oh. when you're like roasting people and that's like part of it. Yes. I, I don't think I could handle it. Well, actually, it's that's exactly why we roast people. It, uh-huh. We can bring it back to high school days, like we were talking about earlier. Because it was so hard, one of the defense mechanisms was, I'm going to get you before you get me. Mm. I'm going to have a slick mouth and cut you down to size and myself so that we're all on an even playing field. Because, you know, you got to have the weapons. Sharpen your skills. Wow. That's every just every time I see it, I'm like, oh my god, I am wanting to shave my bones off because I'm just like, <laughs> I could not do this. It's wild. Um, I will say that like my drag family, like the people that I associate most with in drag, we have been some of the cruelest people to each other. But it's also because like we have to be able to take it. I need to know that like when push comes to shove, that you can stand up next to me and handle your own. Mm. So if you can't, I'm a I'm a lash out right now and see what you're made of. Right. But I also don't like how toxic that was. But it kind of needed to happen because I wouldn't have survived otherwise. Because imagine three queens dressed up (laughs) in high whore drag, Mm -hmm. looking crazy, walking down the street. Bottles were thrown out of cars at us and, like, all kinds of slurs and things. So you need to know that whoever your homies are, whoever you're rolling with, that they can handle it. Oh, right, right, right. If that makes sense. So when we get on stage, what you see is just a portion of, like, how hard life is. But I think... Anybody that has had a hard life is hysterical because you have to find a way, a humor through it. Like, when you get on the other side, you can go, (laughs) remember when that happened? Totally. (laughs) Everything is funny eventually. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Eventually, but not in the moment, girl. Oh, my God. No. Every, oh, my God. Which is, I wish I knew that when things, when bad things are happening, I'm like, this is going to be funny soon. Yeah. And then it's like a little, like, light at the end of the tunnel. Completely. But you can't see it when you're going through it. I will say for me, drag is like... What saved me, drag saved me because I really thought I had to play by the rules, and I tried to play by the rules. And the minute I put a wig on, some lipstick on, girl, it was like, forget them rules. Yeah. I'm going to do exactly what I want, how I want, using women, mostly black women, that like I saw as nobody could hold them down. You know, everybody tried, but can nobody hold a black woman down? So, you know, take the strength and turn that into what is your superpower— and then give that to other people. So, like, on stage is me giving it to other people. Yeah. When was the first time that you wanted to try drag? I never wanted to do drag. Oh. <laughs> oh, my. Love that. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess there was one. Okay, so I was at a bar once, and I looked at a queen on stage, and I said, girl, I can do that. Yes. <laughs> You're just proving it. And maybe, like, a year later, one thing led to another, and I ended up working in drag and have not stopped working since. Incredible. What do you think one thing is that you learned from the drag world that you've that has helped you internally? Does that make sense? Like something that maybe it was like an experience or a mindset or I don't know if there's rules or or anything like that. But I mean, there's rules but not really. Um I would say for me the one thing that like I've taken from drag and put it in everyday life mm, yeah. is that everything is drag. Like, the moment you wake up, you're putting yourself together the way that you want the world to see you. Mm. You're choosing your persona. But you don't realize it because you've 
been like indoctrinated to believe that this is who you are when at any moment you can change that. Like you can decide right now. Let's say your whole life you've loved vanilla ice cream. You can stop right now and go, I don't want that anymore. I'm lactose intolerant. Like, yeah, you could, yeah, totally. <laughs> you can convince yourself that you're lactose intolerant or just choose not to because you don't want to and then switch your head around. I mean, I'm not making fun of people that are actually lactose intolerant and it's a huge problem for them. I'm understanding. I'm just saying you can stop, look at your life and go, is this what I want to do? And then look the other way and go, nope, I want to do that. Yeah. And then make that who you are. That's I just do so... it in 45 minutes and put it on stage and then take it all off. Right. Oh, I love that. I feel like our soul does that when we step into this life and then when we take it all off when we go back to God. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like melting into this chair. <laughs> you didn't think it was going to go there. I'm, I'm very here for it. Oh, my God. I, I feel like that's something that I don't, I don't, it's not at the top of my mind all the time because it's like working so hard and doing all the things that we were taught to do when we were younger. Right. Making our careers successful in the eyes of our parents. Right. And then it's like, oh, this has been working for so long and this is who I am and this is my identity, exactly what you're saying. But at any point I could go, I just want to not do entertainment anymore and then right. live on a farm. I don't. I wouldn't I want to. I think that every day, by the way. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, I want to go have like a rescue ranch. <laughs> With just a bunch of rescue animals and me with like a cup of coffee in the mornings. <laughs> and that's and it's possible. Like any yeah. point in time we could do that. do that. That's so cool to know. Change your name, everything. I heard change your name is really a pain in I the mean, ass. I mean legally, but you can call yourself whatever you, <laughs> you want. Can just, call it, just change your, your yeah, status online. I, I read when I was first picking up my drag name that um, calligraphers, yeah. when they study the art of calligraphy, um, I think it was Japanese to be very honest or very this is what the story is. Once they've learned everything and mastered the craft, they then choose their artist name. <gasps> and that's what they go by for the rest of their life. So like oh. after they've passed through and like learned all their lessons, they I'm no longer who I was and this is who I am. I love that because when we're born, our parents give us our name. Like right. so many people don't look like a Rachel or don't act like a Julie. But it's like, <laughs> you you know, I yes. feel like after, I mean, I do think everyone could be a Nicole. Like I think every single person in this world could be a Nicole. Could be a Nicole. Like Nicole is such a, like an umbrella name that like, if you know any Nicoles, I'm sure they look so different. They are so yeah, different. But, everybody, but they make sense as a Nicole. Yeah. And if not, their middle name could be Nicole. It's it's such a blank name. I feel so bad. My sister's name is Nicole. I'm not saying it's a blank name. I'm saying it's a blanket name that yeah. could fit. Every, it's in the most inclusive name is Nicole. Nicole. Like, I've never thought about anyone it. Anyone could be but Nicole. But now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, I'm like, yeah. Like, think of every person in your life and just yeah. say, that's Nicole. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> my sister could be Nicole, too. I don't know. My mom is Joyce, and she is a Joyce okay. through and through. She is She's not a Nicole. <laughs> she, my mom is definitely a Joyce. Joyce Nicole. How's that? I'll let you a have middle it. <laughs> <laughs> But Joyce I do Nicole. think after, I wouldn't say 18. I think you would, everyone should be able to change their name, or everyone should have to change their name at 25. Because I think after that. Yeah, you're not the same little three-year-old. Like, it's yeah. just. You're not, and you can, you have your own set of everything's, and you can yeah. change. You can be who you want to be. If I change my name, I'd be Orion, probably. Right. I, some people don't even. I cause actually, as soon as you said that, I had to pause. I, I forgot what I was thinking about because I totally saw you as Orion. Cool. I was like, oh yeah, actually, you do remind me of this other Ryan I know. 
But yeah. back to change, or I guess picking your names after you get through all of the work. What? Why Vicky Vox? Oh, got that. Okay, so <laughs> Vicky is the classiest, trashiest name I could think of. Like Victoria is very rich, very bougie. But Vicky, she might have a double wide. <laughs> and then you have <laughs> Vox, which is Latin for voice. And I would like to run my mouth and sing and stuff. So that's where the name came from. Oh, that's amazing. I mean, there were a lot of names. There was Donatella Soul. Nice. There was Cindy Whopper. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> At least her own. There was, a, there was a bunch of them in there, but Vicky Vox is the one that stuck. Yeah. No, it's a perfect name. Uh, I wish, is there like a drag um, name generator online, you think? Oh, there's a bunch of them. Okay, I'm just going to quickly find mine. <laughs> drag <laughs> name generator. I mean, some of the best ones are really punny, but some of them are just like, you know, Crystal Chandelier is always a go-to. There's really just like a stripper name. Oh. You know? Oh, to find your drag name, you have to tell them your generation. That's huh? interesting. It says greatest generation. Before 1946, it's called greatest generation. Did you know that? I did not know that. Then there's baby boomers, generation X, millennial, and generation... Hold on, but why are they the greatest generation? I need to talk to somebody. Yeah. <laughs> oh, because they fought in World War One and World War Two. Oh, fuck them. I'm just kidding. Oh, they're Excuse asking my language. <laughs> they're asking me so many. This is a whole BuzzFeed quiz. I just want to know what my name is. Oh, it's going to do it for you? Yeah, but like, I want to put my name in and just get it back. But I don't think that's an you option. Know, you could just make up a name. <gasps> How do I do that? Well, what are you into? It's usually like, girl, you could be Justin Tip. I love it. Justin Tip. There's nothing else to say. That's <laughs> perfect. Oh, my God. On that note, I'm going to end my talking, but I'm going to ask you one final question. <laughs> Because you have killed it just now. What is one piece of advice you would give your younger self? Oh, that's kind of heavy. One piece of advice. Trust yourself more. Mm. 1,000% trust yourself more. Because I let other people tell me who I was for so long. If I would have just listened to myself, I knew. But, like, I turned it into an attitude problem. I could have just gracefully, peacefully... Trusted myself and gone about my business. Yeah, I love that. Thank you so much for being here and having Thank such a great conversation. <laughs> Where can people find you on the internet? Your podcast has just come out. Yes, that's going to be on the Stitchers, on the Earwolf, Earwolf has it, on Stitchers, iTunes, anywhere you can find a podcast. Doing great is going to be out and you're going to get it and you're going to have it and it's going to be great. Also, I am the Vicky Vox on all social media. That's T H E V I C K Y V O X. The Vicky Vox. You're welcome. <laughs> if you have a sticky situation or burning concern, call us at 805-751-9071. You give us your age, and we'll do a pretty damn good job as we did today. See you next week on Just Justin Tip. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for my name. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>